Welcome back to another episode of the Philosophical Podcast. I am your host, Justin Kristen, and I am joined today by my first ever, my inaugural guest. And I think it's fitting because this is actually the first non-family, non-person that I knew, I guess you could call it stranger, even though she's not a stranger to me anymore, but the first person that hired me for my services as a, as a personal trainer, this is back in, I believe, 2018, I want to say, and, um, she's been with me ever since. So I think coming up on three years in October, but her name is Amy and I will give it to her and let her introduce herself and have her tell us a little bit about who Amy is and in the aspect of just everyday personal life and whatever, I guess you want to, uh, to give us Amy. Well, as Justin said, my name is Amy. And I've been with him for three years and, um, I am a single mom of two boys, 13 and 18, and, um, have been residing in the Lincoln area, um, as a returning Lincolnite for about six years now and was really looking for, um, somebody to help me with balance issues since I'm blind and hearing impaired and have um, some uh, hereditary uh, things that I'm not able to control. So I was trying to find ways to combat that. And that led me on a much larger journey of weight loss that I was already in at the time when I met Justin, but was seeking to continue in some further way. Yeah. And I think, uh, you just touched on it a little bit there, but you were talking about, you know, your weight loss and, and I got to give kudos to you because I think when we met, you were, I think down from what I remember, like 75, 60 or 75 pounds already. Is that right? Yes. Um, well, I started, um, my weight loss journey, like for real, um, probably about seven or eight years ago. And when I met Justin, I was probably down about 30 pounds from, from then, but down, yes, 70, 70 pounds originally. And I think. Yeah. Overall, you're down over a hundred, aren't you? 110. 110. Wow. That's, uh, mm-hmm. and, and was w- when you started, and this is just curious information for me, but when you started your, your, your journey, was it an intentional start or was it, did you kind of back your way into it by, you know, just changing things up or did you intentionally seek it out? Um, no, I did not intentionally seek it out. Um, I was diagnosed with diabetes after I had my second child. So he, um, is 13. So that would have been, I guess, 13 years ago. Um, when, when I finally was actually diagnosed with diabetes. And so I had to change some things and start, um, actually looking at nutrition. Um, but I struggled with it and did not find it very easy. Um, I had a lot of food issues and did not, did not like, yeah, didn't like being everything being taken away from me. Yeah. So like, uh, would you say 
when you say food issues, were, are you talking about, um, like a seafood diet, like seafood, eat food, or was it food <laughs> issues as like, cause I, I, that was my diet was anything in sight. Like I would just eat anything. Is that what you're talking about though? As far as when you say food issues, is it more so just that not a, an unhealthy relationship with food? Is that what you would classify it as? I would classify it as an unhealthy relationship with food. Food was comfort for me. Um, and, and especially anything sugar related, yes. anything, cake, candy, yes. cookies, brownies, donuts, especially donuts. Oh my donuts. But those were your go-to. Yeah. Those, those were my go-to. And I, um, I, I really just did not, I battled food. Yeah. And I think that's, uh, something I, you know, you and I had a, had a session today and we, we talked about, we talked about the, the ability to just, when we talk about tracking food or when we talk about our calories in general, it's, it's rather than run and hide from the situation. Like I, I guess I just wasn't paying attention when I was at my heaviest and I'm, I'm kind of guessing that's where you were too, is like, you just not willingly looking the other way, but you just, it was not on your radar. So you just didn't pay attention until the doctor said, Hey, Amy, you know, this, this health issues arisen and something needs to be done. And that probably is what put it on your radar. But over the course of the years, have you kind of noticed that with just a little bit of paying attention to what you are doing with your habits and your, 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 your routines, I guess that it's become easier and easier to just understand that it's, it's not just the foods, but it's also sometimes the triggers and in, in the environments that you're in. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, and unfortunately, um, I had been given a warning and I didn't heed that warning. Um, a warning prior our, to the, uh, yeah. Prior to, okay. Mm-hmm. So like pre-diabetic, I, uh, is that what they were saying? Well, um, they didn't actually classify it as that, but they, um, I have, I was gestational diabetic with my first son. So I had to be tested after that and said I was borderline and I still didn't do anything about it. I could mm-hmm. have chosen to make better choices at that point in time and didn't. So then I came across the fact that I had to pay attention to it and I had to do something because I did not want to see myself, you know, on dialysis or something sure. crazy. Sure. And I think, I think while we're just on this subject a little bit in um, we can dive into it more too, if you want, but mm. I think, I think it's important if, if you're okay, sharing it is what, uh, what is the good news that has came out of this in the past, I think six months. Um, my doctor has given me the okay to, to not be on any medication to just deal with my diabetes with diet and exercise. And I've been on medication for it for 13 years. Yeah. And so that's amazing to me. And I, I kind of, if you're comfortable with this too, and, and we can, we can change this out if you need to, or we can edit this out if we need to, but, um, the conversation that we've had conversations that we've had, I guess, personally through our sessions is how we identify ourselves. And I, I remember, you know, hearing, uh, because I am a diabetic, I do this, or because I am a diabetic, I have to do that. And ever since we've had that first conversation, it's been better, but then ever since that you've been taken off your, uh, diabetic medication, I have not 
ever heard you once say, because I am diabetic that I have to do this. And, and I think that mindset change, and I guess what I'm getting at is that mindset change of, because I am diabetic, that leads me to have to do these things where you took back control of your health and your, your body, I guess, and said, you know, that's not who I am. I'm not identifying as that diabetic anymore. And, and, and I have the control over what I do with the foods that I put in my body and, and how I exercise and how I face the world. Um, well, and part of that is you helped me to understand that I did have the control over it. It was my choosing. It was my choice. It is, you know, I can have control over it. Yeah. And I think, I think that, that we have control goes a lot further than just diabetes. It can go with tracking our calories. It can go with our workouts. It can go with, because anybody at any given moment, heck there's times where people look at me and they think that, Oh, you must work out all the time. You must have all this motivation. You must, you know, just care about it all the time. And, and that's just not the case. The, the, the majority of the time, like, yeah, I have the motivation to do it, but there's also times where I rationalize with myself and I say, no, I'm going to have like this week and I'm going to have, you know, multiple pieces of chocolate covered bacon and, and, and choose not to work out all weekend. And, and I'm okay with that. But, um, I I think ultimately it it takes that, that routine that I think you found, right. That, that you were doing water classes, you were coming with me three times a week, you were doing all of the work and you, you had that routine down. But, um, I think, I think for you, the, the greatest accomplishment that I've seen is the fact that even in our hard conversations that we've had, you've, you've accepted that it's always on you. And it's, you know, I'm here for your, your support and I'm here to help show you how to do exercises. I'm here to, you know, give you that shield as, as any personal trainer would, but it's, it's always been you. It's, it's always been your success. And, um, but with that success, there's also the downsides too, is if, if you miss a workout, or if you have a bad week, but it's always that, that mental strength and that fortitude that you have now that I see within you, that's, uh, that confidence, I guess. And, and yeah. I guess long story long or, you know, long winded, would, would you like to elaborate, I guess, a little bit on your confidence now compared to six months ago, a year ago, five years ago, um, how you feel overall and how you would describe your changes there, not just from the scale, but your confidence level. Well, I can certainly try, but I, I just don't know if I can give it. It's like saying it, it's like me justice. asking you, right? Like it's, it's like me saying like, why do you love your kids? Like there's more to it than what you can actually put into words. But if you just yeah. do your best and, you know, try to let people know. Um, I don't know if I can. Um, do you feel, do you feel, do you, so I see the smile on your face. Do you feel happier? I do. I, I feel more comfortable in my own skin. I feel confident that I know who I am today. And so many years ago, I am not sure that I could have told you my own name. Um, I'm, I'm divorced and have been for nine years. And when I came out of that, I, I didn't recognize myself anymore. I didn't know who I was and I have 
been working diligently on finding out who I really truly want to be. And I have the confidence in coming through, through this process to know who I am and what I want to be. And not just a mother of two or a good friend, all of those things, you know, it's, a, a piece it's of everything. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously being, you know, a mother probably weighs more, you know, tips the scale more, but yes, um, but yeah, it's, it, it's, you're more than just, you know, I, I think that going back to that, you know, because I am a diabetic is, is that, that labeling that you had was sometimes it limits us of, like I, I say is because I'm not creative then I, then I end up not making content, but I think those limiting beliefs that we put on ourselves, but, um, I, I want to point out though, too, is, is I don't want to take credit for any of this, but I want to point out too, that I don't think that it's necessarily just, just, the the body composition, the weight loss that you've had. I think it's from my perspective, because this is what I see from, from you is, and obviously there's a lot more work, but it's, it's in those challenging moments that you, want to say yes to the food, but you make those decisions and say no. And then you end up showing yourself that you can make those hard decisions and those hard decisions in the moments are actually easy decisions in the long run. Whereas I think some people get lost and they make the easy decision in the short run and then it ends up making their life harder in the long run. But I, I think I see that within you, um, like I said, separate from just the scale weight and the body composition and, and the fact that you've lost 110 pounds. But I, I think it's, the success that you've shown yourself that you can have when you challenge yourself, because yeah, when you when were, you put the work in, yeah. Cause when you were, I'm guessing, cause I didn't know you back then, but when you were 110 pounds heavier, I'm guessing it was really hard to, to start. I'm guessing that it was really hard to, to walk around the block, even compared to, you know, now we're going on those two and a half mile walks, you know, for our cardio days and in doing that. And I also want to point out too, is this is something that I want to give you compliments on is the fact that when, when we first started doing what we call the loop around, you know, the gym is, um, about halfway through and I, and I don't want to dramatize it, but it's like <laughs> the, the panting, right. The, the, the worn outness yeah, that was just kind of coming through the exhaustion, the, mm-hmm. the, all of it together. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, with, with, uh, repetition it's it's very much easier like yeah i didn't even you know i don't actually track how how many steps or how many miles or how long it is that we go for a cardio day or even the loop i don't even know how long the loop is Mm -hmm. but you know as you tell me well we we walked two and a half miles today what really wow you know And I can walk two and a half miles without batting an eye at this day in this stage. And I feel great about it. I um, never thought that I would be able to do the, the things that I am doing today to be able to go on a bike ride, to be able to go for a walk, to be able to, and, and just really enjoy the walk Mm -hmm. or the bike ride or a, a, a Zumba class which was something I had never experienced before. You know, I really do enjoy doing those things and was not able to enjoy them prior to this. Now, 
this is going to be a more personal question, but I, I think that it is going to be fairly important is how much of that was due to your, your physical fitness level and how much of that was due to the confidence level of, of how you viewed yourself and how much of that was due to the fact that, um, you know, being blind has its, has its challenges to where new environments, new, like the Zumba class, like new challenges and, and stuff like that. Like how much of that plays into it as well? Yes. Well, um, you know, when, when I was, uh, first starting up, when I first started my weight loss journey or my seeking in that was 17 years ago, I, I was a member of Y here in Lincoln. And every time I went, I felt like everyone in the whole place was staring at me. I was so afraid to be there because like, if I didn't know how to do something correctly, I didn't know how to ask. Um, and, and there just were not instructors or coaches or people around to be able to help you in, in a way that I knew existed at that time. And so I had a lot of fear, um, even, even joining a gym or even, you know, trying to find a trainer. Um, and then I didn't have a great support system. So it made it very challenging. Um, you know, I had, I had to have ways to get there. I had to have, you know, all, every little piece made it very difficult. Could have been any reason to stop. Yeah. Yep. And, and it made it very difficult to become successful in it. Um, and I've, I've tried many things, um, but this is what works for me. Right. And, and, And if I tell you that every, every doubt that you had in your mind, maybe, maybe even a little <laughs> just bit. Didn't, it didn't really even exist. Yeah. But it was even, just in my mind. Right. And cause I was going to say, I, I hear those, those same things from, from all sorts of clients. I hear people <laughs> are afraid because they they're worried that people are watching them in the gym. People um, don't have enough time because they have to cook dinner for their kids or people don't have time because they have school or, or they don't have a car that works. And there, there's all these things that go into it. And, and I mean, realistically, if you don't have a car way to get there or a ride or anything like that, doing something at home or doing something in the neighborhood is, is just, just as good. But just so you know, it's, it's very common. All of those excuses that we all have are all of those challenges, those roadblocks that we come up with in our own heads. It's, 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 it seems unique to each and every individual, but realistically it's, it's what a lot of people think and feel sometimes. And I, I, I mean, I feel those ways sometimes when I go into uncertain circum, uh, situations to where like, I feel very comfortable in the gym, but you put me into another situation and I might not feel as confident and comfortable, but it's, it's doing those uncomfortable things and becoming comfortable with them. Just like those short walks, you know, lead into those two and a half mile walks. No problem. Um, well, but, and which is, you know, that's all, all good. Um, it was good for me to figure out or to, to, to hear you tell it that everyone else has the same fears because I did, that was not something that I recognized. Um, you know, it's nice. It, it is nice to have a normalization of something like that because, you know, you think it's just you, Mm -hmm. like, it's just me. I'm the only one who feels apprehensive about going to a gym. But it's not absolutely not just me or just you. It's everybody. Um, and you know, I I had things to overcome 
when I first met you, a lot of things. Um, and that was one of them, the fear of getting out and um, going for walks in my neighborhood by myself without yeah. any assistance was a fear. It was something I was really apprehensive about. But what and, did you do at the, I, what did you do at the start of that? Did you, did you I go started for, small? Did you do around the block something that you very well knew? I mean, I, I remember talking about this with you, but just for people listening. I started with um, my assistant just going around the block. Um, and I had a dog at the time um, that, that um, we were trying to train as a guide dog, but it, it didn't work out, which is fine. Mm -hmm. um, but that I started just going around my individual block that is very small and got familiar with that. And then started venturing further than that. And you got um, comfortable with, with that block yeah, with someone else after I, I did my very own block alone after I got comfortable with that, then I started venturing further. And so it was a process. It wasn't just a, Oh, no, go ahead and go and just see what you find. It right. was like a small adventure. Okay. Each time you go out, then you go out a little further. It's kind of like baby steps. Yeah. And I think that's the perfect way to put it because it's, you know, when you're, when you're two kids were young, you mm -hmm. didn't mm, trying to ride a bike for the first time. You don't start them on a, a bike with training wheels. You start them on a little tikes, you know, yes, or thing yes. that you can't fall over and that, you know, it's as safe as can be. And then they, they test their limits a little bit more and eventually they're on a bike with training wheels and then a bike with, with no training wheels. And then they're doing wheelies. And, and I, I, that's true for us as adults is because we, I think sometimes we just get stuck in our, you know, comfort, which is, which is fine. Like, yeah, use your comfort to your advantage. But also if, if there's something that you know that you need to do, or that you want to do rather than try to be the Michael Jordan or the best at it right away, just know that there are steps because it's, it's a learning process. And, and just knowing that by not doing anything, it's just as harmful. Like it's probably more harmful. Um, then, then maybe going out there and around that first block, you know, maybe finding a, a bump in the sidewalk or a, or a crack on the sidewalk that, that makes you trip a little bit. Um, but it's important to, just like you said, take those baby steps. And, and I, I remember talking to you about that. And then it turns into, you know, you go in for those longer walks, whether they're mile, mile and a half, but doing it and and now I think we even talked about last week too, is like with your walks is, is if you want to change it up, even, you know, then you can start doing that. Mm -hmm. like yeah. Challenging yourself that way and in, in, in doing that. And, um, I just, when we first started out, I'll give you some of my fears and trepidations, or I don't know if that's the right word, but when, when we first started out, you're my first non-family, non, non, you know, stranger, let's just say that first stranger. Yeah that I, I train in. And when I, when I met you, you know, it's, it's, I knew you're blind and that went to my head because I'm like, well, I don't, I already had these reservations about myself because I didn't know if I was good enough. I've never put it into practice. Like I didn't know if people were just being nice to me saying that I know what I'm talking about or that anyway, I, I had, I had my own reservations about my own abilities. And so when we start out, 
it's the same thing. It's baby steps. It's, it's, I still feel you out and I still do that. And I have these other challenges that go along with it because I want to make sure that I'm keeping you safe and, and pushing you accordingly though. And, and that turns into something that's, like I said, I think coming up on three years of a, of a working relationship to where when we first started out, we, you know, we're doing what I'm going to call now, I'm going to call compared to what you're doing, very simple core exercises and, and, and things like that to where now we're, you know, doing squats every day, uh, not every day, but basically every, every time we meet. And, and you even just said, I think last week is you were impressed or you were happy with yourself or excited that you could do the body weight squat. Without, um, without holding anything. Right. Yeah. Because that is something that is pretty challenging, um, for someone who can't see to be able to support your own weight and, and not have anything to touch, hold on to, to know where you're at. Counterbalance you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's important to point out too, that when you started or when we started, I guess you were just as happy with your ability to do those. Like I said, I'm going to, I'm going to call them, I'm going to call them very easy tasks now compared to what we're doing, but very easy exercises, but you were just as happy with yourself then as you are now with these more difficult advanced exercises. Um, even, even the exercises that we do with you on the bench and doing those, Mm -hmm. uh, body weight, you know, hollow rock hold slash extensions. And it's, I think it's a very important from what you said earlier about taking those baby steps is because each and every step of the way that you've taken along this, you've been just as happy with yourself and you've been just as, because you've challenged yourself appropriately. And I think that that it's important to, to know that, you know, each and every five pounds that you've lost over the past 17 years, 15 years that, that you've done starting on your own. And then when we've met each other is, is it's all part of it. And it's, it's not to discount anything that you've ever done when people ask, what's the secret. And the secret is oftentimes, or I guess I can just ask you that. What would you say is the quote unquote secret? Um, well, there's a lot that plays into it, but I, I think the secret is to take the first step. I think the secret is to, to find what you're, what you're after, what you want and take the first step. And the first step is in, in, in my interpretation, the first step is probably the thing that you've been thinking about for a while. Cause oftentimes people say, I don't know what the first step is to take. And mm-hmm. oftentimes it's that thing that's been on your mind for the past few months for some people with, with health. I don't know if the diabetes, but you said that you did have a little bit of forewarning, but if your first step was more of an abrupt first step, because the doctor said that, you know, something had to change then, then so be it. Like sometimes it is more abrupt, but it depends on the the motivation level that people have. But the first step in my interpretation is probably that thing that you've been thinking that you've been needing to do for the longest time that you just haven't done yet. And what's the smallest way to chip away at that. And, and some people, they hire a trainer right away. Some people, if they don't have the financial ability to do that, they maybe just need to go for a walk around the block. Maybe they just need to go buy a new pair of running shoes just so they, 
they can start identifying as that, that healthier person. You know, maybe it, maybe it's that one meal, that very first meal, that, that very first day where rather than going for that, that piece of cake, you say, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to have this salad or this, this, this chicken breast and, and broccoli or whatever a quote unquote healthy meal would be. But this is also, when I ask the secret, it's kind of hmm, knowingly setting you up because I also want to say that it's, it's, you can't ever discount what Amy's done. You can't ever discount what I've done. You can't ever discount what other people have done because it's like going to somebody that's been on the job for 15 years and it's your first day at the, at the, at the new job. And, and you just say, what's the secret? What's one thing that I can do to be exactly like you. And the thing is, is honestly, it's, you have to learn it over time. You have to gain those skills. You have to gain that confidence. You have to put yourself through the struggles and, and, and learn those situations and how you respond to them each and every day. Um, same thing with your workout, same thing with your nutrition is it's not one day that's going to mess you up. It's the, it's the accumulation of all the days. And I think that's what you've done. I, besides a couple of times, me being sick and you being out of town and maybe a couple of days of you being sick, like over the three years, we've probably missed and we've rescheduled them all, but we probably missed like 10 sessions. I want to say, Total. yeah. yeah. And I just, I, I want you to know that I'm impressed with, with what you've done. I'm, I'm excited for how far you've come and I'm excited for not only your, your physical transformation because it's apparent obviously. And that's what a lot of people can, can see is, is just the visuals. Um, and maybe that's something that you can give your perspective on as well. But when, when I post before and after pictures of somebody, that's not all that goes into somebody's not well-being, but that, that's not, that doesn't tell the whole story. And I, I think that's kind of why you might be maybe the perfect person to say, it's not just all about how you look. Like, obviously we've talked about, it's like, not. you still, you still look at yourself and you still notice the changes and you know, all of that, but, um, you don't always judge somebody just by the way they look because that's, that's not everything that's, that's there. It's, it's the confidence that somebody might radiate in the, the type of person that they are. And how would you view success if it's not just on looks, if, if so one of your friends, and we don't have to say the name, but one of your friends is starting on her own. And she's, I think you've said lost 40 ish pounds. Um, mm -hmm. you haven't, I don't know, but I'm guessing you haven't seen her like physically been able to touch her since she's done it. Or I don't know if, how that I have worked, actually, but, okay. I have. Um, and, and I can, obviously I can see the difference by touch. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's not about that for her. It was never about that. Um, and it, it wasn't about that for me either. It's, it's your inner happiness. She was very unhappy with herself where she was. And, and I knew it and could tell it. And she just needed some, some tools to be able to start, to know what direction to take. And since she's had some success, I can, I can hear the, the happiness in her voice, the, the pleasure that she has, that she's, that she's done that.
and the excitement, I know you've told me a couple of times, but the excitement that comes through when, when she hits a new milestone and that excitement from the milestone is my interpretation once again is, is not because it's sometimes those round numbers on the scale. Yes. Matter. But the fact is, is it's those days where she had struggles and she wanted to do something different, but she chose not to. And over the course of, you know, six months or however long it's been, you know, 40 pounds and, and seeing that difference is those small struggles in those, in those moments have led her to be happier long-term and it's not yes. always about those. Yeah. Um, but I, she wants longevity. She wants to have, you know, the ability to, to not feel so tired when going up and down stairs or mm-hmm. to be able to play with her children who are still young, five and seven, you know, and, and all of those things play into it. But in, that's not the, what, I was going to say, go but ahead. that's not, but that, that's not to say that you're not happy with your physical appearance now compared to before, right? I, I wasn't happy with my physical appearance, but before. I'm saying now, like, but I, yeah, you enjoy, you enjoy the physical and you enjoy the, because it is, it is about the internal, but there's also that external of, of course, of, of, of being happy. And, and I want to make sure that, you know, we don't blow smoke up anybody's butts about, it's just about <laughs> how you feel, but th- that's by far the most important is how you feel on the inside, because it's us that's going to bed at night with our own thoughts and feelings and us waking up in the morning and having those same thoughts and feelings. And it's, it's important to love how you feel on the inside. It's important to love how you look on the outside, but it's also important to just be confident with, with who you are and in what you're doing. And, and sometimes yeah. that, that takes a little faith and belief that even though it doesn't show the progress today, it's over the course of time. If I put in this effort and this work, it's going to pay off. And I think that you've shown that. Thank you. Well, Amy, I thank you for being my first guest. I thank you for being my first stranger now, not so much a stranger, but I I appreciate, you know, the faith and the belief that you've had in me. And I'm excited to see where you continue to go with this and not just physically, but also that, that, that mental challenge and that, that confidence that, that you've shown over the past, well, since we've met how it's improved, but, you know, specifically over the past, you know, six to nine months, probably. And mm-hmm. it'll be, it'll be fun to experience this with you even further. And I really do appreciate you coming on here. And I know that it's not necessarily easy to have these conversations that, you know, potentially anybody can listen to, but I think you did well. And I really do appreciate you coming on. Well, thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you for tuning into the philosophical podcast. And as always, if you have any questions, you can send me an email, justin at philosophical.com. 